Hi, everybody. Happy Halloween. My name is Kobe Warner. This is Kobe Lizzie, and I'm so happy to be back this week. So I am going to start with the song of the week before I talk about anything else. And this week, it's For the Night by Chloe featuring Lotto. So this song came out on Friday. I'm taping this on Sunday, October 30th. It's coming out tomorrow on Halloween. Um, For the Night came out this past Friday. Uh, the 28th, I guess, right? Yeah, the 28th. And um, it's really good, so I pulled up the lyrics. I just want to talk about it. Um, lots of music came out this past Friday, and I really do think that Chloe um, won the release. I read on, uh, I won the release Friday. I mean, um, I saw on Twitter somewhere that uh, this is Chloe's fourth single, and a Allegedly, so Parkwood, a lot of people think Beyonce is Chloe's record label. That's not true. Um, Columbia is Chloe's record label. Beyonce, Parkwood Entertainment just does like visuals and performances. It's a, it's a production company. It's not a record label. But Columbia and Sony are a record label. And so, um, yeah, apparently I read on Twitter, allegedly, this is all alleged, but Apparently, there's a hold on Chloe's album because she hasn't had another hit since Have Mercy. So she put out Have Mercy, and then she put out Treat Me, which I liked, but it wasn't a hit, um, admittedly. And then she put out Surprise, which also wasn't a hit. But this one, I think this might be her hit, and I hope um, she gets to put out her album because I really, really want to hear it. But also, I really know she's sitting on a lot of work because she talks about it on Twitter and um, social media a lot about how she has a lot of um, material. So I'm just really looking forward to see what she does with her music. I think she gets a lot of hate online um, that's unfair uh, and annoying, to be honest, because I remember when she was in Chloe and Hallie, everybody was saying, oh, she's better than uh, Hallie, she needs to leave, which isn't true, but that's what people were saying. And then she went solo and now she's being criticized. And I'm like, so which is it? You wanted her to go solo and then she went solo and now you're mad. So I just don't get that but back to the positive the lyrics of for the night are really good i ask myself why we can't be closer i played those same games a thousand times over and you you crave i don't long nights with me oh don't you you can leave your god at the door and let me love you for the night Something like that. Um, that I love that part. You can leave your God at the door and let me love you for tonight. With the pro- with the production, everything that happens, eats, it eats. Um, she said, and we can go round for round. That ko love is never crazy, cra- never lazy. Excuse me, and we can go round for round. That ko love is never lazy. Um, knockout love. She also said, you could have the world or you could have L.A. You could have the world uh, like me. You could have L.A. Some other chick. Um, There's some great lyrics in here. So then here comes Lotto. Uh, She said, that don't mean you good. They only love you at your best. You know where to come and crash when your life a wreck. Walk in stress. Left with hickeys on your neck. Pull up, get that spin on the mic like Funk Flex. You need a bitch, know what to do with you. Call call you up like you where you at a nigga who with you. I'm the only one who know everything. Like, you can have this for the night or for your life. I, that mean no flow whatsoever. I promise I really can't rap. If you never heard my music, please don't let that be an indication of my rapping skills. Um, but I like this song. 
I've been listening to it a lot since it uh, came out. Um, I really do think Chloe won release Friday, at least for me, this past Friday. I really, really, really like her, her new song. For the Night, SZA also put out Shirt on streaming services uh, this past Friday. And it was great. Uh, I like that song too. Uh, Chloe's music video was good. SZA's music video was really conceptual. I liked it a lot. Um, but it was a lot of people getting shot, and I don't love to watch that happen. Um, but I love SZA, and I love, like I said, love the song. Shirt's great. Um, but anyway, yeah, Chloe and Lotto. Speaking of Chloe and Lotto, since we're already talking about them, uh, talking about them, those are both one-word names. Um, and I know that's such a strange thing to say because <laughs> I was just talking about the music, but they both have one word names, Chloe Lotto. Um, Chloe's is cool because on the O, she has the, the accent mark, the pure vowel accent mark, the Chloe. Um, and I think that, you know, although it does serve a purpose of, you know, pure, making sure you, uh, say the O of her name pure, uh, it also looks cool stylistically. Uh, and then Lotto also, Lotto's name used to be Mulatto, um, and Mulatto actually is a word that used to be derogatory for mixed race black and white people, like myself, um, and then I guess some uh, mixed folks reclaimed the word, and Mulatto reclaimed it in such a way as, as making it her name. Um, and when, I remember back in the day, like in high school, when Mulatto was on social media, or excuse me, when Lotto was on social media, uh, back then she was Mulatto. Uh, I never thought anything of her name because I had heard the term Mulatto. I actually didn't even know Mulatto was a derogatory term originally. <laughs> I had just heard it and I knew that it meant mixed race people, but I didn't know its origin um, until I saw controversy online where people were telling Mulatto she should, uh, where people were telling Lotto she should change her name uh, and she didn't want to. This was a couple of years ago. Um, anyway, long story short, she eventually ended up shortening her name to Lotto from Mulatto. Um, she also calls herself Big Lotto a lot. My point is, is Lotto is a cool name. It's an identifiable name. Um, nobody's name's Lotto. You know what I mean? Like, it sounds like a lottery, uh, to be honest, if you don't know the origin of it. Um, and so I just wanted to call that out. Chloe and Lotto, they both have cool names. Um, now I want to talk about Midnight's and the record-breaking ridiculousness that Taylor Swift is doing right now. So I screenshotted many a photo, uh, excuse me, many a tweet um, from Chart Data on Twitter. But honey, they come with the facts, so how could you not? Uh, but I had to shout them out. So I'm just going to read through some of the records, some of the records Taylor Swift has broken. This is not all of them. This is just some of Honestly, couldn't find them all. There's so many at this point with this Midnight's release. It's crazy. So, uh, Taylor Swift has now earned over 10 billion streams on Spotify in 2022. 10 billion streams on Spotify in 2022, recording the biggest streaming year for any female artist in the platform's history. And it's October. <laughs> um, next, uh, Taylor Swift's Antihero. That was the debut single from Midnight. Antihero remains at number one on the global Spotify chart with 8.44 million streams. It now spent, it has now spent nine days at number one. That was as of today. Um, so, an Antihero is still number one on the global Spotify. Eight and a half million streams, nine days at number one. Antihero has also sold over 500,000 units in the United States of America. All 20 songs from Midnight's have sold over 100,000 units in the United States of America. 
Antihero has surpassed 100 million streams on Spotify. It's her fastest song to reach this milestone. Taylor Swift becomes the first artist in history to earn over 1 billion streams on Spotify in a single week. Taylor Swift's Midnights to debut at number one. This is tomorrow. So the chart comes out tomorrow when this episode comes out. But this is the prediction for the chart that's coming out tomorrow. Although I'm pretty sure this is final. It says it's final. But anyway, so the chart coming out tomorrow will read this way. Midnight's is debuting at number one on the Billboard Hot 200s chart with 1.537 million units first week with one million one hundred thousand pure sales it is taylor swift's biggest debut in her career and it is her 10th original studio album i don't know if you guys understand the magnitude of that whether you like taylor swift or not i love her (laughs) i'm saying whether you like her or not she is absolutely undeniably a force in the music industry, if not the force when it comes to sales. And it's because I said this last week, it's because of the way she markets. I won't go on a tangent about Taylor Swift because this episode's not going to be about her like last week's was all about her. Um, but I just had to mention this because this shit is crazy. 1.1 million pure sales. Uh, it, it's the, I, um, I don't have the screenshot it, but I think it's the highest, the biggest debut, biggest one week debut since Rena, uh, not Renaissance, <laughs> since Reputation in 2017, Taylor Swift, since her own Reputation in 2017. I don't, I can guess I can Google the fact, um, Reputation debut number, debut sales, Reputation 1.2 million units. Um, and it was, uh, how many pure sales, pure sales. I don't know if that includes the streaming. I don't know. Was streaming big in 2017? I guess, um, over 1 million copies sold 1.2 million. Okay. That's all it says. I don't know, but 1.2 million regardless of whether or not that includes the streaming, uh, factored in or not, that it's still a massive number. And, Midnight is her biggest debut since Reputation. So, and it's the biggest debut period since Reputation and Pure Sales. Um, but also, it's her biggest debut because her only competition is herself. When it comes to Pure Sales, folks, uh, she's undeniably a force. You can talk shit about her if you want for the different versions of the record, but she knows how to market. She knows how to sell her music, and her fan base is loyal and dedicated. And honestly, I feel like people who are talking about her are just mad that their faves are not that dedicated to the numbers. Because, I mean, not that numbers are everything, not that the charts are everything, um, but on Stan Twitter really likes to brag, and it's really toxic, and it's braggadocious, and it's based on, like, well, you, they, your, your fave did this, but my fave did this, and, and so charts and numbers are something they would like to wield, and so I think that's why they come down on Taylor Swift so hard, because none of their faves can compare to our numbers. That is not shade. That is just a fact. And I love all of her competition. I love all of it. And I, and I hate that and I hate that Stan Twitter sees female pop stars as competition. I, I I don't know. I'm not really a part of the male artist fandoms, but I don't know if they fight each other like this. Um I guess probably Kanye West and Drake stands do. Not Kanye West. I don't even want to talk about him on the pod. Bless his heart. 
bless his heart. <laughs> you know, Kanye West is a mess, man. Um, he is a genius musically, uh, but he is slowly chipping away at his legacy. But anyway, back to Taylor Swift's successes. What what did she say? Karma is my boyfriend. Karma is a god. Karma is the breeze in my hair on the weekend. Karma's a relaxing thought. Aren't you envious that for you it's not sweet like honey? Karma is a cat purring in my lap because it loves me. Flexing like a goddamn acrobat. Me and Karma vibe like that. I don't even know how many times I've listened to that album since it came out. It's like Renaissance. When Renaissance came out, it's going to be my number one album of the year. Renaissance is. Uh, I don't know what cracked it. I see something, and I hope it's not a baby spider. Um, I'm just going to have to ignore that and keep filming. I'm going to cry. I'm scared of spiders. Um. Anyway, what's next? What's next? What's next? What's next? Um. So, Taylor Swift. That's a cool name. Taylor Swift. Uh, it's a two-namer. You know, Chloe and Lotto both have one name. Uh, I was about to say monogamous. That's not the word. Uh, but there's a word for people who just have one name. I swear to God, I see. I'm sorry. I have to, like, handle the spider because I'm going to have an anxiety attack if I do not. Like, I literally, what the literal heck? Like, I can't even do it was like little, little, little. I don't know if you could hear me when I was talking just then, but there was a little baby spider, and I really am just not a fan of spiders. But Taylor Swift does have a cool name. <laughs> she has a cool name. And uh, like I said, it's not the, oh, what's the, the word? I love having my laptop. So I'm filming a little differently this week. I have, um, you, recently, uh, I've been using a webcam. Used to, uh, when it was really crunchy back in the beginning, if you've been watching since the beginning, uh, it was just my laptop camcorder, like the photo booth. Cam I wasn't using photo booth. I was using, uh, anyway, it was bad. But then I got a webcam. Um, now I'm trying taping on my phone just because when I have the camera on here, I won't look at the camera. You know, I always say I'm not looking at the camera. I always look at my face. And so I feel like if it's detached, like I can't even see myself right now. And so I can now. I just went back to the viewfinder. But for that reason, I look a little greasy, don't I? Um... My hair's in a bun, like I'm in middle school. If you knew me in middle school, you remember my bun era. Um, anyway, so I'm filming a little bit differently, but now I'm going to get back to Googling the one name word. A mononym. A mononym is a name composed of only one word. I don't know if that's what I was referring to. Oh, it's the monominously. People will use it like that, known monominously as mononym. Manon, I don't, that, too many ends in that word, Manon, it's like, damn, getting tongue-tied, but anyway, uh, uh, Beyonce, that's a one-word name, Zendaya, Madonna, I saw this video of Madonna doing poppers on TikTok Live with Terry Joe, you know Terry Joe from TikTok, uh, that was, it was funny, <laughs> it was funny, Madonna was like, she did poppers and she was like, I've never done this before, and then she goes, whoa, it was, <laughs> It's so funny. Um, but anyway, Beyonce, Zendaya, Madonna, uh, Rihanna. People who go by one name uh, are very cool. You know, they're very cool. And I've always wanted to be like them, uh, to be honest. I've always had a complex about my name. Like, I know that sounds uh, funny. I don't know. Maybe some of you can relate to not uh, loving your name 
at some point, but I have just like gone to the furthest extent. I, I, I'm over the top in just about every way. And so in true Kobe fashion, when I was a kid, I started making up last names. My legal last name I don't love. Um, and so for the people that know me um, and have known me for a long time, uh, I don't love the name that they know me by. Um, just because of the way it sounds, I got made fun of when I was a kid. I got made fun of when I was not a kid. <laughs> and so I also don't like it myself, you know? And so all of those factors together. Anyway, my point is, is when I was like 12 or something, whenever I made my first Instagram account, I, I made up the my first fake last name. It was Stars, S-T-A-R-Z, um, which obviously is very silly. Uh, but at the time, I thought when I was going to be a Disney Channel star, I was going to be Kobe Stars. I mean, to be honest, like, Jeffree Star literally made their last name Star, you know? So, like, it's not <laughs> Jeffree Star. What a weird person to shout out on the pod. But, you know, I'm just saying people have made their last name Star, so I guess it wouldn't have been crazy. I think it was the Z at the end that kind of was off-putting. Stars, Kobe Stars. Uh, anyway, that was the first last name that I made up. And then... Uh, then I made like a music account on Instagram or something. And my, I have cousins that have the last name Johnson. Uh, and so I took Johnson. I call, I called myself Kobe Johnson, my Kobe Johnson music or something, uh, just randomly Kobe J music or just something crazy. Um, and so then I started making YouTube videos, uh, and I went through a plethora of I started as like, sometimes I would just try to do variations of my first name. I've always loved my first name. To be clear, my complex about my name was only ever about my legal last name. I like both my first and my middle name. Uh, and so oftentimes back in the day when I was trying to create like, also, I just for context, I changed my handle on social platforms a lot back when I was like in middle and high school, like a lot, like an, a ridiculous amount. Like, a ridiculous amount. Like, I should, I, I will, if I can remember, I will circle back to that in this episode. And if not, I will notice it in post, and I will come back to it in another episode, I promise. But I will talk to you about my obsession with changing my usernames on social platforms when I was in middle and high school. It was absolutely ridiculous. But anyway... <laughs> When I was changing my YouTube channel name, I, it was like, that is Kobe at one point. I, there was this girl named Hart on YouTube. Her name was That's Hart. And so instead of being That's Kobe, I said I was That Is Kobe. Um, and then I came up with uh, the, the last name Movado. I literally took Demi Lovato's last name and put an M in front of it. And I was Kobe Movado for quite a while. For, to the point where some people in life, like I would see people, and it was middle school, and I would see people at school, they'd be like, they thought my last name was Movado. Um, but that was fake too. <laughs> and so then in high school, I just started embracing uh, my legal name as it was. And I still didn't like it, but I just embraced it because I had stopped making YouTube videos at that point. And so then I graduated high school, and right before I went to college, I was like, I do not want to use my legal last name anymore. I've hated it for so many years. At this point, I should just shed it, but how? Um, and I actually wasn't smart enough to go by my first and middle name back then. I don't know why. Uh, but I just said my name was Kobe. So I changed my username on Instagram to Koblizzi. It used to be my first and last name. I changed it to Koblizzi. 
uh, because that's how a lot of people knew me for a couple of years anyway. It had been my Finsta username, if you guys know Finstas. Uh, I don't know if people still have those. Uh, I know some people do, but I don't know if lots of people still use those. But anyway, it's a fake Instagram. Some people call them spam accounts. Um, but anyway, it was my Finsta username from like freshman year of high school on. And so when I got to college, I made it my main Instagram username and I made it all my other usernames, and I kind of tried to take my last name off the internet as much as possible, and I would just put Kobe everywhere that I could, just Kobe, K-O-B-E. And so when I was at college meeting people, I would say my name was Kobe, and that was it. And because we were on Zoom classes, for the most part, at the time, I could just update my Zoom name to say, to say just Kobe. It, not just Kobe, but it just said Kobe. <laughs> and um, so nobody knew my last name. And so when people would ask, I would say, oh, I don't have a last name. I'm not kidding. I would literally say, I don't have a last name. I was so funny. So I, like I said, I could have just said my middle name, and they would have never known any better, but I just didn't think of it at the time. And so then there was an experience in my second semester of college where um, uh, I had mentioned that I tried to erase my name off the internet. I erased it off of the places that were public at the time. Um, just the things that other people could see. But I had these friends that really wanted to know my last name because we were pretty close, but I didn't want to tell them anyway, even though we were close, despite our closeness. I didn't want them to know my last name because I didn't want anybody at college to know because I didn't, just my, it was, I had trauma with being made fun of my name. I didn't want to go by it anymore. I finally decided I was going to shed it. And these people wanted to know so bad that they went in my laptop and read it out of my iCloud in the settings of my MacBook. And that was fucking ridiculous. But it pissed me off. And I was like, okay, so now I have to come up with a, a name to put in place of my last name everywhere. Because, like, on Instagram, I could put just Kobe, and then my username is Koblizzy. But, like, on your iCloud, you have to have a first and a last name, right? And I was like, well, why don't I just use my middle name? Because... It's already a part of my legal name. It's on my driver's license and my debit cards, you know? Like, it's already my name. I like that part of my name. Like, why don't I just go by my first and middle name? And Kobe Warner was born. Uh, Warner is my dad's first name. And so when I was born, they made his first name my middle name. And now I've made it my last name. I've genuinely, or I do, I am currently genuinely... Uh, uh, and seriously considering legally changing my name to Kobe Warner for payment purposes. Because like I said, I don't, anyway, I just don't love my last name, uh, and I usually don't have to disclose it, because like I said, Warner is a part of my legal name, so I can just usually go by Kobe Warner. But like in the doctor's office and stuff, um, not only do I get misgendered by being called Mr., but I also hear my last name, my legal last name, which I don't like. And so it's literally Mr. Blank, and that, it makes it cringe every time. And if I could alleviate myself of that experience, it would be amazing. Um, but a name change is kind of, I don't know, for an ADHD person, that's kind of a hard process. <laughs> Get going. You have to wait, like, it's a, it's a process. You have to wait, like, 30 days after you submit the paperwork or something. Um, it's not that long. It's just, like, vibe shit. I'll forget about it. <laughs> I'll forget about it by the time it, um, it circles back around. Uh, but anyway, back to... Fall of 2021, um, I decide that I'm going to go by Kobe Warner. And so I changed my Facebook because that was the one thing that still had my last name on it, my legal last name. I changed my my Venmo, my my 
cash app like i mean like every account that you could change says kobe warner because that's my name and so for everybody that knows me by a, a, a different last name because you've known me my entire life for a couple of years or from high school or middle school or whatever um just know that my name is kobe warner now please update my contact in your phones <laughs> Because that's what I go by all the time, period, no matter what. Um, and I'm making the transition to use that name more often on more of my work. And so, Kobe Warner is my name. Please respect that. Um, my pronouns are they, them. Please respect that. That's unrelated. But actually, not so much. I do have something I want to say regarding being non-binary. Um, I don't know if I've mentioned before. Uh, I don't recall if I've mentioned before. Hold on, LaCroix break. I don't recall if I mentioned before uh, how uncomfortable I felt with masculinity when I identified as a straight boy and then a gay boy. All, that entire time, I felt very uncomfortable with masculinity. It felt like a show that I was putting on um, to assimilate uh, to to the people around me. So I didn't get you know made fun of or ostracized more than I was because despite no matter how despite how I tried and <laughs> despite my efforts uh I was always kind of a person that is ha, kind of falls into some stereotypes of you know being a gay person <laughs> uh, if you couldn't tell <laughs> and so I got made fun of no matter how hard I tried to act hard or straight uh or down or you know whatever like I was one of the boys some boys were nice to me but a lot of them weren't and so my point was, is that I felt uncomfortable in masculinity. It felt like a show. It felt like a performance. So when I came out as gay, I went balls to the wall feminine. Um, started wearing acrylics and heels and uh, just like as much feminine expression as I could put on my body. I got into it. Makeup and clothing that felt feminine. Feminine colors. My favorite color was pink all of a sudden after being blue before. Uh, and I was just like, I really, really wanted to just express myself in every way and just to be as defiant to all the um, the conformity that I had felt been placed on me. And so I liked to think of myself at that point as a gender non-conforming person. I didn't even have the language of being non-binary yet. Uh, and so <laughs> then I came out as non-binary and something really interesting happened, another evolution where somehow finally saying out loud that I really didn't feel like a boy allowed me to find comfort in my masculinity more than I had ever had before. I am more comfortable in my masculinity than I have ever have been before in my life. And so it put me in a position to where I am misgendered a lot because uh, oftentimes my expression is very masculine looking to a person who is not, you know, having an, their eye peeled for non-binary folks, you know. And so I, I'm heed and surred and mistered all the time. And that comfortability I found in my masculinity, um, it, not, not to say it doesn't bother me, but it kind of gives me, I don't know. It's like I don't, I'm not so bothered by being misgendered anymore. That sounds terrible. Don't misgender me, please, on purpose. I don't mean that. I'm just saying like... Unfortunately, the way I walk in the world sets me up to be misgendered every single day of my life. If I go into public in a situation where I have to speak to somebody that doesn't know me, I'm probably going to be referred to as he or sir or mister. That's probably just the reality of my situation. 
almost any given day. Some people ask your pronouns. A lot of people in the South especially do not. A lot of people everywhere do not. But in the South especially, people are not checking for pronouns. And so if I hated and was angry at everybody that misgendered me on a daily basis, I feel that I would limit myself from a lot of really valuable and beautiful communication with a lot of really unique and different people because a lot of those really unique and different people don't understand people being non-binary because a lot of people don't get that. <laughs> and so um, I'm really inspired by Bretman Rock. Demi Lovato uh, hosted a podcast in the summer of 2021. I don't know if it's still going. And I think it might have extended past the summer. Maybe it was in the fall and the winter too. But it was in 2021. And Bretman Rock, the social media influencer, Former makeup influencer, kind of. Uh, they don't really do makeup anymore. He doesn't do really, really do makeup anymore. She doesn't really do makeup anymore. My point is, is Bretman Rock uses he, she, and they pronouns because they, he, she identifies non-binary, and he is cool with any pronouns because she is comfortable in her gender expression because that's how they feel. And I'm just trying to demonstrate um, how you could maybe, you know, use all of those pronouns, but. My point is, is that uh, Brett Maroc is really just saying, fuck the boundaries and fuck the limits and I am who I am and that's that. And I do feel the same way. Um, right now I use non-binary pronouns, I mean, not non-binary pronouns, right now I use they, them pronouns uh, exclusively. I can't say, however, I can't say I haven't considered um, using more than one set of pronouns, more than just they, them pronouns. Uh, they them pronouns along with something else uh, just for the ease of life uh, even being a model you know oftentimes I'm going into jobs as a male model and I'm cool with that because that's a job I signed up for and I really like modeling and so I'm not complaining but I'm just saying I, I go in as a male model they I, they walk in expecting a boy but also there's really not much space for non-binary models um, I don't know at least in the south in my experience um, and not that I, I mean not not that we won't get hired. I mean, there's not space to be identified as non-binary, really, in my experience, because there's not a lot of us out and working. I don't know. I think there's like one or two other non-binary people at my agency that I'm aware of. And so that's not really enough to like, <laughs> you know, start a campaign for us specifically. You know what I mean? Um, and, 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 I don't know. My point is, is I'm saying I, I had the, the privilege of finding comfort in my masculinity in a period of time in my life where I was going to be faced with a lot of masculine, a lot of people seeing me as masculine. I don't even know if this makes sense to folks that maybe don't understand the, uh, the complexities or the ins and outs of, um, gender identity uh but my point is uh is bretman rock and that demi lovato podcast uh they were just talking about freedom and being who you are and uh bretman rock doesn't place boundaries or limits on that it's a really great episode uh i think demi's podcast is called 4d with demi and the episode with bretman rock is called bretman bretman rock so uh you can listen to it if you want to it's really good. Uh, there's also a really great episode, just really educational about being non-binary with Alok Vade. Alok, I think they just go by Alok now. Just Alok. Um, and Alok uh, is a non-binary activist, poet, 
intelligent person who does a lot of uh, uh, comedy and activism and, and good work for non-binary folks. And so you can go listen to Alok go into the ins and outs and the history of non-binariness because it was not just something that was invented yesterday. It has historical roots in a lot of different cultures and a lot of different groups of people um, have traces to some sort of non-binary identity being part of their culture back in the day. That was a run-on sentence if I've ever heard one. <laughs> uh, it just never stopped. Uh, that is so funny. Um, I don't know how long I've been taping for, to be honest. Uh, and I finished my list. Is there anything else I want to shout out at the moment? I, I got a Rihanna poster. Oh, Rihanna put out a song. Um, I also did get a Rihanna poster. Actually, I've had that Rihanna poster. I just hadn't put it up, but now it's up on the wall. Um, not really in the position to show you, but if you follow me on my Instagram, at Coblizzy, I will post a picture on my story of my Rihanna poster. She is smoking a, a Blizzy. Rihanna smoking a Blizzy. Um, also, I would like to say something that I did not realize ever uh, before I talk about Rihanna's new song. Coblizzy is something that one of my childhood friends, Sarah, helped me come up with freshman year of high school for my Finsta username, my fake Instagram username. It then became my main Instagram username. I started releasing music under the name. Um, and so it became a lot more than what it once was. Um, but the whole time, it was just a play off of my name, Kobe, Coblizzy. It was inspired by Snoop Dogg for Shizzle My Nizzle, which inspired Kylie Snapchat's old uh, Kylie Jenner. Kylie Jenner's old Snapchat username was Kylizzle My Nizzle, which was inspired by Snoop Dogg's phrase that I just said. And so faux shizzle. I was like Coblizzle. And then from Coblizzle, Sarah helped me come up with Coblizzy. <laughs> and so that's the origin. And it's been around since shit. I mean, 2016, you know, it's a, a while. Um, very recently is my point. It's Coblizzy is a name that's been with me for a while. Very recently, I learned that blizzy means a blunt. Blizzy means blunt. I didn't know that. And so Coblizzy, blunt, I think that's funny. I think that's very funny. <laughs> I think that my name, uh, part of my, my, not my name, my nickname, my uh, pseudonym, uh, it means blunt. So yeah, I wish the government would legalize weed and expunge all the... People who are, are in jail for misdemeanor drug charges, drug crimes, weed only, like, let those people out of jail, please. Um, I, whenever I talk about weed, I feel like I have to mention that because it's really fucked up that they're still there. But Rihanna's new song, speaking of weed, Rihanna, somebody who loves weed, somebody who is smoking a blunt on my wall right now, Rihanna, uh, released a new song, Lift Me Up, for Black Panther 2. I don't actually <laughs> know what it's called. I saw a tweet that says Black, Panth uh, Black people just call everything one and two. Black Panther 1, Black Panther 2. Uh, it has a real name. I don't know what it is. But there is a Black Panther 2. Rihanna has two songs in the movie I read on Twitter. Only one of them has been released on streaming as of now. Uh, Lift Me Up. And she's hasn't released music in six years since Anti, Anti or maybe Lemon. I don't know if Anti was her. I think there was a single after Anti. But uh, anyway, she hasn't released music in a long time. It's been six years. And so a lot of girls were... Uh, um, underwhelmed, I think is a word. They were, they were sh shysty about it, but they were underwhelmed with her song, uh, because I guess they were expecting something good to poppers to, 
Uh, another tweet I just quoted. I guess Madonna was expecting you something you could do poppers to. <laughs> Madonna's the one on Twitter that hates lift me up. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not trying to spread misinformation. Um, <laughs> but anyway, a lot of people didn't like the song. I think it's boring. They think the vocals are messy or whatever. I think everybody's getting lost in the sauce. I think the, I think the message is getting lost in the sauce, which is that Chadwick Boseman was lost. This movie um, was hard for everybody involved to make. And not that Rihanna was involved in the filming process of the movie, but I think her song is a tribute to that. It's a tribute to grief, lift me up. It's it's a song that's supposed to be, it's like a Rise Up by Andrew Day. It's like a, it's a pure kind of chill type song. And I just think that's not what people were expecting from for her first big song back. Uh, but I do think that she's going to have solo music coming of her own that's not associated with the movie after these movie singles come out. So I don't think anybody has anything to worry about. I just think people maybe had expectations uh, that were set uh, for something different other than what they got. I do not think Rihanna's new song, Objectively, is bad. And I think to say that is really mean. Um, because I don't think it's bad. I just objectively do not think it is bad. Um, but personally, I do... I did understand what people were saying at first because it also wasn't what I was expecting, but then I realized it wasn't what I was expecting. And I was like, well, that's why. My expectations are what is setting me up to not love this song. Uh, and I think the song's a solid ballad. It's a ballad. It's pretty. And I think it'll. it's rolling in the credits, you know? It's not like it doesn't have to be a fucking a Grammy award-winning production. Maybe Rihanna wasn't trying to win the Oscar for Song of the Year. What if she wins the Oscar for Song of the Year and I just stuck my foot in my mouth? I really do love Rihanna. She's on my wall. I'm just saying. I think people are really on the song for no reason. And I was trying to emphasize that I think people are being a little too harsh. And so with that being said, uh, I think that was a good episode. We talked about Taylor Swift. We talked about Rihanna. We talked about Beyonce and her name. We talked about uh, Madonna's name. We talked about Chloe. For the Night, a great song featuring Lotto. We talked about their names as well. Uh, we talked about my name, and I hope uh, I, you have some clarity, maybe, if you've known me for a while and you were confused as to uh, the shift in my name about a year ago when everything started saying Kobe Warner instead of Kobe Redacted. <laughs> um, there you go. That's my explanation. Uh, I wasn't ever really going to talk about that. I didn't plan to talk about it. But I'm trying to tackle my insecurities, and... Uh, that situation is always one that I had that I let have power over me for a while. And so why not tell a story? People made fun of my legal last name. I also didn't like my legal last name. So I changed it. Not really. I just started using my middle name, but I'm picked a name otherwise. Um, if I would have had an ugly middle name, I would have picked a brand new last name that I just pulled out of thin air. So my point is, is do what makes you happy. Uh, and I love my name, Kobe Warner, because that is my name, and that's my name. <laughs> so, I am Kobe Warner. This has been Cope Lizzie. You can listen to this podcast on Google Podcast, Amazon Podcast. No, Google Podcast, Amazon Music, <laughs> and Google Podcast. You can listen, you can watch it on Spotify and YouTube. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter and TikTok at Cope Lizzie, and you can kiss me in your dreams. <laughs> I didn't mean to be like rude. I'm just saying like I can't literally kiss. I mean, you can kiss me through the camera if you want. I love you even if I don't know you. Thank you so much for watching and or listening to this episode. And I will see you next time to talk about whatever 
we are talking about. I'm going to go do a yoga flow. <laughs> Bye.